Welcome back to the Mailin' Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Early Bird CBD studio in Austin, Texas. Sally's back. What's up, Sal? How we doing? I'm a little keyed up, a little to keyed be up. honest with you. It's a nice change of pace for everybody, I think. I'm very keyed <laughs> I'm like operating on like a, a, a thousand right now. You've had a lot going on lately. Well, I had the flu, uh-huh. which I, so if I sound really nasally, I'm just getting over that drainage stuff. Okay. The pro tip. If you feel sick, go get swabbed and get on Tamiflu immediately. I feel like that made the difference for me because I got on Tamiflu like almost exactly 12 hours after I started feeling sick. Okay. Number two, Lily's getting married on Saturday. Oh, yeah. And as maid of honor who had the flu, there's a lot going on in my family right now. And then third, Rosie, um, I, I have posted this on Instagram before, but I have really dry hands. And so I put stuff on my hands bag bomb i think i've talked about this on the podcast and then put cotton gloves on my hands at night can you do that rosie ate both cotton gloves the other day on saturday oh it's those gloves that's dangerous yeah and i'm like oh my god did she she, pass it yet she's passing them currently well so we walked in and i was like she's chewing on something and she was eating the last of the glove and um i was like well maybe she didn't eat the other one but we couldn't find it so she definitely ate both of them She's passing them, but let's all pray for a non-obstruction because... Yeah, those are bad news. So, like, in addition to, like, being she, sick... She's, this isn't a new thing for her. She no, she eats shit socks before. and, yeah. like, eats my underwear. But, like, she's passing it. Thank God. She has a pretty strong bowel, I will say. But it's not, like, making my day better that every time she poops, I have to, like, go through it. That girl's always getting into something. She is. Yeah. She's... Ugh. What what's your excitement level at for the wedding? Because mine's mine's pretty up there. Mine right now is quite low. You are you in stress mode? I'm very stressed. Okay. I think once I'm in Cabo, once you, I'm gonna once, feel a lot better. Once you drop your stuff at the hotel, are you staying at the house? Once you drop your stuff at the house, like the day you land, yeah, that's when you'll be like, all right, it's time to have. Fun. I have to take a test when we land, so I like can't drink on the plane or anything. And then once that's over, I'm gonna feel great. It's gonna be great, but. Dave, are we on the same flight? I'm flying Southwest, pimp. Oh, are you? Yeah. We are not on the same flight. Then. Are you not flying Southwest? Flying American. It was, <laughs> it was a lot Sorry. cheaper. So. Well, good news for you, Dave, is that Southwest will probably give you free drinks. Like half the time, they don't even look at the coupons. What time do you get in, dog? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be twisted when I get down there. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, that's a great question, man, and I'll get back to you with that answer. Okay. So you don't know. All the people want to know. I think we're actually talking about Cabo later in this podcast. Well, that stinks that I'm flying by myself. Oh, well. You can get drunk on the plane by yourself. No one's stopping you. No, but I won't have Dave and Alyssa there to, to bounce bullshit off of. You know, you got to get our boy Umberto to come pick you up and take you to the hotel. Yeah, I, I got to arrange for pickup, Sitch. I will send you his number. He will bring a cooler of beers and just pop the top as soon as you get there. Sick. I better bring some pesos for, for tipping money. No, oh, no, they'll take American dollars. I better bring some, they would, some they would USD then. Rather have USD. Yeah, bring some cash. They want the US dollars. A couple stacks? Yeah. The peso. Well, a couple thousand dollars. I don't actually, I think the peso is still me. pretty weak, <laughs> FYI. So Cabo can be pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. Man, okay. Getting this is going to be fun. This, this is, is just one thing fun. on my to-do list we're checking off. I've only got a couple other things. Then Wednesday, it's vacation. Yeah, mode. full disclosure. I know you guys are hearing this on Thursday, but uh, we're recording on Monday. And that's because Sally and Will are leaving town. Are leaving Wednesday to head to, to Cabo. And then when do y'all leave? Dave and I, Friday morning. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, I'll be in Cabo by the time people are listening to this. Hopefully, Margarita on hand. Oh, yeah. On yeah, Cabeza you'll Watch. you'll aced your test by then. Guys, what happens if like all of us get our heads cut off and there's no more wash Jeez, media? What happens to wash media? I mean, Brett's not going, so I guess he continues it on his own. He's got, he's got a he's got a lot. Fam, I've got breaking news. Oh shit! Um, I land at ten forty a.m. Wow, nice. That's the time we land on Wednesday. Nice. So same flight. Yeah, same that flight. stinks that I'm like uh, yeah the last one to get there. You're gonna miss out on a lot of fun, man. Two thirty. Ooh, the dentist time. What? Two thirty. No. Oh my gosh, I've never heard that. That's terrible. How <laughs> have you not heard that? Will makes that joke probably like ten times a day. I get there at the dentist time, unfortunately. Yeah, I have to make up for lost time. Fuck. Pre-airport drinks, just so yeah. many yeah. airport yeah. drinks. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Before we do though, the hotline number is eight 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 three six two mail. That's M A I L. Eight 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 three six two six two four five. You can also write in if you'd prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio at mail in podcast you guys ready i'm ready let's jump in dave i am a stand up the whole game guy when i go see my vols play is this a trash move last week i had some people behind me pulling the will move of talking shit about me very loudly to each other i continued to stand as we were in the heat of a big sec game for us and we we're actually winning for once <laughs> <laughs> I understand if you are in the upper deck that older people are up there and that this can be a shitty move, but I am paying decent prices for lower level seats and I'm rooting on my team in a big game. I know a lot of people have different takes, all different takes about this topic. Um, it depends. It depends on the crowd around you. You have to f- kind of feel the room situation, I think. You can't be the only one doing it. You have the right to do it. Yes. Of course, because you're paying for the seat and you can sit down or stand however you, wherever you want to do. Um, so you have the right to. But should you? It depends on the people around you. If everyone behind you is seated, you should probably sit your ass down. That's how I feel. I agree with that. But I also think, of course, like I'm annoyed at the person standing in front of me when I want to sit down. But I also know that like me sitting at a game is kind of an outlier in our section. Uh Most of the people are standing. Yeah. And so if I'm sitting down, it's because I want to sit down. And so I'm okay with people standing up around me. Let me add this to my point though. Sorry. Um, The people who are bothered by it, because you do have the right to stand up at your seat, you can't say anything. Exactly. You have to keep it to yourself. That's what I was going to say. You are paying for a ticket you have the right to be a fan however you want, unless you're belligerent drunk or like being racist or just screaming obscenities. Like, don't do that. But if you want to stand, if you want to cheer loudly, if you want to yell things, great. Like, as long as you're not like being disrespectful to everyone, I think that you're fine standing. Standing is not disrespectful. Like, being belligerent is disrespectful. I feel the same way about this because... Will and other people constantly complain about watching games with me because I am very annoying and like yell loudly, mostly just like get him like all the time, really annoyingly. Mm-hmm. And people like hate it. And I am that type of fan. So even if I'm at home and I reserve that right as a fan. Yeah. So I don't think this is a trash move, but also you're going to get talked shit about and just be okay with it. Yeah. Own it. It's a college football game. It is a co- I think it's a college you know? football game. Like especially exactly what he's saying like it's a big game, maybe it's a rivalry like 
you're winning because last time I checked, I don't think Tennessee's very good. Like you should no, be excited. They stink. And standing, I don't think you're the outlier. Maybe other people around you. Like our our seats at Texas football games have a lot of alumni in them, but most of the people around us are really into the game. So even if they're sitting, they're okay with everyone else standing up around them. It also depends on the game too. Right. Like if when Texas is playing, uh, sorry, T-Man, but North Texas, yeah, don't stand up the whole game. You're just an asshole. Like it's, yeah. you're going to win by 40 points. But so, like if like, we're playing OU, like you're standing yeah. the whole game. Of course, of course. So it right. depends on the game and it depends on the people sitting behind you but i also think if you want to stand the whole game against north texas or whoever tennessee was playing it's your right it's your right that's your right my biggest thing is just don't be an ass standing doesn't make you an asshole being like yelling obscenities or like talking shit to the away players yelling obscenities is is worse to me i we i took parks to his first college football game and the people's the college kids sitting directly next to us right i mean like Shoulder to shoulder with Parks, basically. They were hammer drunk. Right. It was it was a Texas State game. Yeah. So it was like Texas State. Oh, well, there you go. And I don't know. <laughs> Say it, no more. Like, it didn't fucking matter is my point. It was Texas right. State. Come on. And the whole time, they were acting like it, they were at the Super Bowl. And they were just yelling obscenities. Right. Like, they were so into this game. I'm like, yeah. Uh, okay. Finally, as much as, like, that's annoying for you. That's kind of as a Texas State alum. That's kind of the atmosphere I want. I get that, I wanna, but I, I want also the kids think to be into it. You have to realize, and I did not realize this until I was in college. Like at a college football game, there are families there. You do not want to be the person that a child yeah. looks at and is like, "I remember when I was a kid and saw a drunk person for like the first time yeah. at a football shocking. game," and I was like. Mom, what's wrong with that People, person? Yeah. So you don't want to be the person. Like, if there's kids around you, you cannot be like dropping f bombs. Like I said, you got to feel the room out. You right. got to be aware of your surroundings. And it doesn't sound like that guy's doing this. I'm just saying, as a general etiquette rule, like, be aware when kids are around. Because I always yeah. feel bad if I like get angry and like cuss, and there's a kid nearby. I'm like, oh man, oh, man that's we such were, a bad look. We were at Matt's El Rancho a a year ago, probably, and we were drinking, of course, and we were. It was like. Me and Will and Dave and I don't know who else. Anyway, Probably me. And I, I dropped a couple F bombs. Um and and finally I, I feel I feel a tap on my shoulder. We were outside on the patio. Uh huh. He looked at me, he go, and he didn't even have to say anything. He he put his hands up like like come on and then he pointed to his kid. Right. I was like, Oh fuck. Which a, is like what you would do. For I'm parts. A dad, yeah, I'm a dad too. So I was like, dude, I'm I honestly I d I didn't see you there. I'm really sorry. He yeah. Goes, it's fine. Just please try to keep it down. Yeah. Yeah, just I'm I'm bad about that. And then that same thing actually happened to me when Texas played Baylor and we were at Matt's for your birthday. And I screamed the F word. And literally there was a family of like three kids behind us. And Will got so mad at me. And I felt awful. I was like, oh, my God. It's a bad look. Yeah, it's a bad look. Just be aware. This has turned into a totally different question. But guys, don't cuss (laughs) in front of kids. Oh, yeah. Stand on third down. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're on defense. Yeah. And if it's, I mean, if it's a close game and an important game, even if it's not, I don't know. It's college is so, is just different. That's one thing I I can't stand about the Cowboys and it's gotten better, but early on with their new stadium, you know, it's more expensive and it's more of a corporate crowd. Right. And people like, if you go and you try to stand, even if you're in like the lower bowl, like people 
they'll come over and tell you to sit down. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, this is why this we have no home field advantage. Right. Like, it's just annoying. UT has a similar problem, especially really? oh, yeah. with basketball. Like, they don't have any home field advantage. I think it's getting better, but that's what the point of college sports is, is that, like, your student section and like young alumni are bringing the home field advantage by standing up and yelling and things like that. Yeah. So there's a good balance. for you. There's a balance in there. Yeah. Let's do the first voicemail folks. All right. Dylan, Sally, Dave, this is a uh, David from Portland, Maine. Uh, I'm 23 years old, graduated uh, last May. Uh, I live with uh, four roommates. So I'm wondering, uh, when did you guys kind of move out of that stage, get your own, get your first uh, adult apartment, and how old is too old to uh, live in that kind of situation? Also, side note, Shipyard is great, but if you think that's good, try any other brewery in Portland, Maine. Thanks, guys. Okay. Wow. Shouts to Shipyard. I don't know if that was an insult to Shipyard. No, or... but I think he was saying try any other ones. It was, it was shade. He was okay. a little Shouts bit shade. to all the breweries in Portland, Maine. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're fantastic. There's probably two of them. I know, but I heard Portland's pretty tight in the fall. Like we need to go. The one in Maine. Yeah. Yeah, I've never. I've heard good things about Maine. You can like go out. I don't know shit about stuff. it. Stuff. Just like really basic fall. Yeah. That's it. That doesn't get more basic than apple picking. Yeah. It no. It's something I've never entertained. Never heard of until like PGP. Like somebody wanted to write about it. And it, yeah, it completely blew my mind. It sounds like a, a fun activity. Well, that's because you can't do it down here, right? No. I think you can pick peaches in Fredericksburg. I'm not going to pick peaches. I, I don't want to do manual labor. Like that's <laughs> for fun. <laughs> no, I'm not like, let's go mow a lawn. Like yeah, just for shits them, and giggles. You pay them to do it. Yeah. That's stupid. Okay. Oh. All right. So this guy's 23 and lives with four other people. How old is too old to have that living situation? Um. Okay. I think for both of y'all, was the last time you had roommates before you got married and then you got married and went, did you ever live single before you got married is what I'm asking. So I started dating Dallas when I lived with three other guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I bought my first house soon after we were dating Uh and I lived and I had two guys that lived with me in my house that I owned. Right. So they kind of helped me pay bills. Right. And Dallas was like our unofficial fourth roommate. Right. Before we got married. And then those two people moved out. And then they moved out. When, right. When we got engaged. Yeah. What about you, Dave? How outside, old were you then? Outside of my... Um, 24 when I got the house. Okay. Outside of my parents, I have not had a post-grad roommate. Really? Really. So my answer to this, I feel like it's not unacceptable to have a roommate like even I feel like at 30, like if you have a roommate at 30, okay, like... You have a roommate. I, but I think probably around 27, 28 is when you're like, I got to live alone. Yeah, that's fair. I think wh- what I was going to say is I think he lives with four other guys. That's probably acceptable till you're about 25. And then maybe even less than that. And then you got to go to like a single person. To me, 27 is like the, um, the perfect, uh, I kind of have my shit together age. Right. Money wise, living situation wise. Not that you're established and well off, but like you're living more comfortably than you've ever been before because right. you're finally you've you know you got some loans paid off or whatever. It's like okay, I've I'm I'm more established than I've ever been at 27. Right. 
I the 27 28 is a good age for me. I think I think you can even if you're like really like if y'all work well together and you still want to have a roommate like at 30 that's normal if you have like a nice apartment but you can't be like living in one of those like frat house situations right. where like it like you bring home girls and there's five other dudes there who are all like high and like you have like a single flag yeah. on the wall. Yeah. That that's, that's for, college. You got to be yeah, up to like 24 maybe you can get away with that. I had, let's see, Will, um, Will and I started living together last August, and then I lived by myself for a year, but that was really out of circumstance only. I, I, a lot of it will be depending on how your friends start dating people, if you start dating someone, because I think at a certain age, like if you're dating someone at 25, most likely like y'all are going to move in together if you're serious because why spend the night at each other's houses and like pay two separate rents? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think most people are like that. I know some people still very are traditional and like don't live in the same place before they're married, which I think is also totally acceptable. But most of my friends and people I know, I feel like lived by themselves only if they were like single and older, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of our friends went from like having roommates to being married or having roommates yeah. to being engaged or getting in a relationship. Yeah. But and it's just, it's a lot of it's circumstantial too. Everyone's it, yeah, situation or is like, different. Or where you live is important or too. Or your roommate, like my little brother's going through this right now. Like one of his roommates is going to go buy a house. So, and then maybe you need roommates to help you with the mortgage or whatever. Yeah. 27 is a good age. Yep, I agree. Don't be living with five guys at 27. Don't do it. It's weird. Nah, don't do that. It might be fun, but it's still, it's pretty weird. We have a new sponsor. We do have a new sponsor. Sally, this one's all about you. It is all about me. I can feel all the attention on me. Missouri. Missouri. Missouri, spelled M-E-J-U-R-I. It's the fine jewelry company that is finally changing the narrative that existed around the jewelry for hundreds of years. Sally, Tell us about what you got from Missouri. Well, first of all, I just want to say, like, as a woman and being with two people who are married and or dating a woman, I feel like it used to be that there's jewelry is only given on special occasions. But I think that's changing. And I think women um, are buying their own jewelry and things that they like. And the great thing about Missouri is that it's all very, very nice pieces that are at a good price point. So I just got um, a, two pairs of earrings. Um, they, the organic pearl earrings. And then I also got um, the earrings I'm wearing right now. Feel free to compliment them. They look great. No shit. Yeah, these ones. Look at that. Um, Killing it. These are the sapphire twin hoops. So it almost looks like I have double piercings, but I don't. And all of it, it, the whole experience is really streamlined. So the website is great. It's really easy to go through and organize on like what you want. They even have little earrings. Like, you know how girls have a lot of piercings up the side. Now they have like single earrings, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all just very elegant and dainty and high quality. So I got these today. The experience was super easy. You can get on make an account and then kind of choose what you like. So I needed some new earrings, which is what I went for. Um, ordering process was seamless and then they shipped it out within like a day. Um, and I love these. They're sturdy, but they're like fine um, jewelry, great quality. Um, 
So all you have to do is go to Majuri.com and check out the pieces. It's not like, look what someone bought for me. It's more, look what I bought for myself. It's a gift for yourself. Exactly. And love that. The, the earrings that I bought, um, especially these Sapphire Twin Hoops, are things that I'm going to wear every day, but are special enough that I want to flaunt them. Um, they've removed the traditional markups. When it comes to pricing, you can see how they price each art item in comparison to estimated retail costs on every product page. So I think these were like 50% off of what normally they're marked at, which is awesome. Um, a diamond ring that's easily over $500 at a traditional retailer is less than 200 at Missouri and not because they're cutting corners. It's very high quality. So go check them out on Instagram and sign up to see their latest weekly drop this week. Um, I think they're featuring, um, I, I think the same exact earrings actually that I bought. So, um, how, how convenient I know that's why I love these. And I'm the other earrings that I bought the pearl ones. I'm going to wear to Lily's wedding. Cause they're no like, shit. they're nice enough for every day, but you can also dress. So you already, they're already like promoted to your, your a team. Yeah. So everyone get on Missouri.com. It's M E J U R I.com and go treat yourself to some new earrings or a new necklace or a bracelet <laughs> or a ring. All go, the things. Go to Missouri.com slash mail in for free shipping on orders over one hundred dollars. Spelled M E J U R I dot com slash mail in. Missouri.com slash mail in. Dave? Hey Dylan, Sally, and Dave. I recently started seeing this guy and things are going great. I have one small concern. He is skinnier than me. I'm semi petite with a little bit of a thick lower half. It just feels like this new guy is relatively bony. My last relationship was with someone who was definitely thicker than me and had a dad bod, which always made me feel small. Do y'all have any advice on how to not feel insecure about feeling chunky standing next to this guy? Love you, bye. Don, you can probably really. Well, no, I, I was going to say I, I have like a skinny leg complex where I feel not that I, I've, you know, dated, you know, this, that sounds this sounds bad like girls with big like big legs I haven't but I have like skinny legs and it makes me a little self-conscious about I don't know <laughs> anyway are you trying to like brag that you're skinny right now or what's happening I know. Embarrassing. having skinny legs as a guy is not a good thing I don't, I don't want skinny bird legs, legs. okay you're the, you're the one who's using that term but yeah bird legs. I don't think you have bird legs oh wow well thank you just so you know that means a lot um what I would say to this girl is that the guy, like physical attraction is like the first thing to get you interested into somebody. Right. So you've already got that covered because you are dating. Right. So he thinks you're attractive, obviously. If he thought your legs were too thick or his were too small for you, then you wouldn't be where you are right now. You can uh, bulk him up. Put him up. Start putting some uh, healthy I fats think, in his First food. of all, Avocado. I think that being thick lower half is in, like, Big booty, thick thighs. Well, yeah, that, that a, lot is, of, a lot of guys are into. There's the, plenty. Yeah. There's plenty of women out there that are thicker than their dudes. Like women naturally have naturally have wider hips and right. stronger legs, right? Childbearing yeah. hips. So yeah, this isn't that uncommon. I don't think this is that uncommon. And honestly, if it doesn't bother him, like it shouldn't bother exactly. you. And it does. I'll tell you right now, it doesn't bother him because right. he's into you. Because he's into you exactly. If you are concerned, like about your own self image and you want to like lose weight, that's all you. But I think like if you're happy in your body and the all are just different body types, that's okay. The one thing that I'm going to give you that's totally unsolicited advice here, but Lily does have a patented, patented, 
patented patented technique for looking skinnier than people in photos. And I'll tell you what it is. You want to find out? Wait, can I go to her Instagram and, and try to guess first? Sure. Okay. I'm about to pull back the curtain. She might be pissed at me because I'm going to like full on expose her. You know what? She's a she's a, a mainstay on the show. It's it's okay. Um. Okay, I, I can't guess. Lily's this. a curvy girl. So am I. We're, we're curvy. Okay. We both got big booties. Okay. Must be nice. What Lily does is puts half of her body behind Drew in every picture. If you look at every Instagram she's in, if she's standing next to somebody, her, like, the part that starts showing is, like, her belly button over. Oh, uh, I can see it now. And she's posing with a friend, a, a female friend. She's doing the same thing. She does it to everyone. So now our whole family has caught on to it. And, like, when we stand next to each other, I will, like, position my body behind hers on purpose. So if you are concerned about how you look next to him and you want to look skinnier. It's funny. Position half your body yeah. behind his. She even did it in the photo with Tahoe. Yeah, like literally. Yeah, it's like, and it's just, it's just an illusion because, and not Lily has a great bod. I mean, but it's an illusion. Like, comment on that. You just put, you put. I'm, I'm doing in my chair, but you put half your body behind someone else. That's funny. What if you want to look thicker? What do you do if you want? You put your body in front of theirs. You square up to the camera. You square up. It's all about angles. Guys, it's all about angles. I know. I don't know the angles. I'm not good at that. Side turn. I don't know angles either. If you look at any fashion blogger's Instagram, like you can learn tips and tricks for photography. Now, this has nothing to do with this girl's question. I'm just talking. But like there's the patented uh, one foot in front, like a foot, one single foot, a foot in length in front of the other. So like you're taking a step forward. That makes your legs look skinnier instead of like having them next to each other and like making it look like your thighs touch. There's so many things. I'm just saying the, the people who like look really that one thin, annoys me. The, the people who look really thin on Instagram are doing things to make themselves look thin. You mean they may be small still, but they're doing extra stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? In, in their poses? Because I know that the face tuning, poses face tuning is a and face tuning, which don't face tune people. It's Guys, don't face tune. And also people can tell you when you face tune. Yeah, don't. It's so deceptive. It's deceptive, but also I've, I can look at a picture and be like, that person face-tuned that. Yeah. Why is that tree all crooked? Huh. It's because you made yourself skinnier or your arm skinnier. But that's all I'm going to say. I think that she should feel completely comfortable. Clearly, her boyfriend's into her. Yes. I think having a thick lower half is totally in right now. It's Way hot. to go, girl. It's hot. Go off. Go sis. off. Go off, sis. Yeah. I don't know how to thicken up your your boyfriend's lower half like does he needed to maybe he just has bird legs here's the thing on that um avocado as someone as someone with pretty thin legs i think uh-huh uh there's not much you can do yeah i mean yes you can you can tone up and you can get just very marginally larger yeah but if you're if you're a skinny leg guy you're always going to be a skinny leg yeah. guy I'm, there's no other way around it i'm sorry I mean, that's how girls are. Like, you either have Dave. Can you back me up on this? Legs. No, that's kind of a defeatist attitude. No, it's support. not. It's a genetic thing, man. Oh, it is. Okay. Dave, you and me. If we spent the next, me into your if world, we spent the next ten years just squatting our asses off and eating protein, like we're gonna get bigger, but it's gonna be very marginal. We're never gonna have. We're never gonna have Michael legs. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, but it. I feel like that you have. You come from like the. Um, mindset that like you can't you can't ever add any muscle on your legs 
where like somebody even like say Ross, Ross has like really thin legs. Like if he, if he wanted to, he could put on, he could never have legs that were like tree trunks. Right. Right. Just because like, uh, his hips aren't built like that. His knees, his hips don't lie. His bones, they don't lie, but he could put on muscle and you would notice it and it would, um, you know, you would notice it like around his knees and his quads and stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's, you can do it, but you're never going to get to like, like Ross is never going to look like a bodybuilder. Exactly. I mean, I'm not either. So, I mean, it's just, but yeah, I know what you're saying. We're all limited by our genetics. Yeah. I mean, you just look at wide people. Like there's some people who just have naturally bigger, lower bodies, mm-hmm. big bones. Micah. Micah, which is. No, Micah is skinny calves though. He's got like some toned legs. Micah, I'm a, here, here's a statement about Micah. Micah has like the sexiest guy legs I've ever seen. He does. They're unbelievable. The thing about legs are like I my prob- friend Alex I probably could use a different the word. best freaking legs. Like every time I look at him, I'm like, Who? damn, my friend Alex, she's got great legs. Shouts to Alex. Like, you know, I just, people are genetically like blessed like that. They just have like. But there's the grass is always greener like too. M- Micah from Micah from the waist down is the hottest guy in Austin. His calf game, hottest guy in Austin. You're making it a little weird, but <laughs> I'm not wrong. Speaking of, uh, oh no, this next one we got one more before the sponsor read. Okay, this is a good one. Can we get some Cabo Vacay planning tips? The young family appears to be pros. Love suggestions on where to stay, ranging from budget to baller options. This is perfect because. I know you've been at least once. You've been probably a thousand times, and we're all going there in a few days. Have um, you been to Cabo? Before? I cannot contribute to this conversation because I have not been yet. Oh my God, you're in for a treat. Okay, yeah, I'm excited. Here's Sally's Cabo planning 101. That's really what the Jung fam does. So, um, my favorite place to stay, baller option, would be the Esperanza Resort. I haven't stayed at a ton of hotels in Cabo because we mostly do houses, but Esperanza, which I think is an auberge resort, is great. Um, you can rent like villas or one time we went with like a group of 10 of us and we rented a house that was like on the property. So you still get access to all the property stuff like the fitness center and the pools and stuff like that. But you have your own house, which was cool. That's pretty baller. I'm pretty sure it's pretty expensive, but it it's midway. So the the point about Cabo is there's technically two cities. There's San Jose del Cabo, which is where the airport is. And then there's Cabo San Lucas and it's on a peninsula. And San Jose del Cabo is on the eastern side of the peninsula um, by, on the Sea of Cortez. And then Cabo San Lucas is like at the very tip of the peninsula bordering on the Pacific side. So Cabo San Lucas is like the typical, like what you see when you like the arch and all that, like the rocks and stuff like that, um, has all of the, um, I wouldn't call it downtown, but like the Harbor area where they have like, what are all the bars that are over there? Um, Squid Row, Squid Row, El Squid Row, uh, the, not the field, the, the something. The yeah. Office? The office. Well, yeah. the office is okay. So is then the there's not there. Yes. The office is over there. So that's like Cabo San Lucas and over there is mostly all inclusive resorts and also a really nice area called Pedregal, which are all houses that sit on a cliff that overlook Cabo. So you're not on the beach, but most people in Cabo don't go to the beach because it's rocky and can't get in the water. You can't get in the water. Very lot of, lot of tide, the rocks and right. You will die. But the area that we're staying in, which is where a lot of resorts are starting to pop up. So like Esperanza, 
has been there for a while. Um, the Cape, which is like the Thompson Hotel, Salaz, which is where y'all are staying. Um, How close is the house that you guys are staying into Salaz? Pretty close, like ten minutes. So there, so there's like an out. Probably an hour between San Jose del Cabo and Cabo San Lucas, just on a highway that goes down the peninsula. And we're about halfway in between each of those by um, Cabo del Sol Golf Club. Like Palmia is over there. Uh huh. Uh, Palmia is over there. So there's a bunch of resorts that are right there that are halfway through, which is where I recommend staying because you're close enough to Cabo. You're about 45 minutes out from Cabo San Lucas. You can go to the office, which you should do for dinner or lunch. It's on the beach. You literally like go out and sit on the beach. Um, at night is always really fun. During the day for lunch can be fun, but there's like more of a kid crowd there. So if you're with adults, I would say go at night. Uh, next door is Mango Deck, which is like the big party beach bar that like at spring break has like wet t-shirt contests and stuff. But it's like a fun oh, beach bar and during spring break or not during spring break is a little more chilled out. I think we're partying there on Thursday. Um with the wedding party so that that's like all Cabo or Cabo San Lucas. And then in the middle are like a lot of your really nice resorts, um, golf, like golf courses. Cabo del Sol is like my favorite one or everyone's favorite one. Um, have you been on the course? Like I've been to Cabo del Sol for like a second, but I haven't obviously played it. It's really, really nice. Um, and then San Jose del Cabo has some, um, resorts too. I, th- I know JW Marriott's over there. I think the Westin might be over there. Um, the Vedanta's over there. And the good thing about over there is it's really close to Flora Farms, which is a really cool experience. Um, Flora Farms, you can stay at Flora Farms too, but you're not on the ocean, which I think is kind of pointless. But Flora Farms is a really cool restaurant and farm, and you can like tour the grounds. They've got great food and drinks, and it's just a fun experience. And then next door is Acre, where Lily and Drew are having their rehearsal dinner, which is also like a really fun restaurant that you like eat outside. Um, and so those are good experiences too. So that's why I say stay in the middle of both of the towns, so you can kind of hit the uh, Cabo San Lucas stuff if you like want to rent a boat and go out and stuff. That's only forty five minutes away, and then San Jose del Cabo is like only twenty minutes away. So you're kind of in the middle of both. But what we normally do is rent a house. Um, you can find a lot of this stuff on VRBO or Airbnb. Um, rent a house. And then most of the time, if you contact the host, you can get like a chef and like a bartender slash butler to come for the day for like cheap because the peso is shit right now. So like for all day, you could have this guy that be there for like less than a hundred dollars to like make you drinks, serve you whatever. And then you can have meals there, which is great if you don't want to really be in the scene. So if you like want to go have a legit vacation and like not leave the beach or the poolside and like have someone serve you, it's awesome. And it's pretty, it's shakes out to be like just as much or less than an all-inclusive resort. For like a way better experience. Um, and some of the some of the stuff in the middle, like the house that we're at for the wedding, where the wedding is taking place, you can actually get in the water just because of where it is. Oh, nice. Because it's in this like kind of cove area where there's rocks on either side that keep waves from like the tide from being too strong. Um, so that's random for Cabo because most of the time you can't get in the water. But those are all the tips. I would say hit up the office. Um hit up 
Flora Farms. My other favorite, I can't think of the name of right now. Catch me and Dave at Flora Farms Friday night. Yeah, and then y'all are coming to Acre after. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, renting a boat is always really fun. And you can go deep sea fishing and stuff, but if you get motion sick, don't do that. I'm kind of wanting to do some whale watching. We, last time, one time when we were there, we rented a boat and like went around and there, we weren't out for the purpose of whale watching. We were just on a boat, but there was like two giant whales just like going up and down between us. And there were two boats that were um, those like little inflatable ones Mm -hmm. that had like 12 people on them. And I like was sure they were going to capsize if one of those whales came up and like, flipped its tail or whatever that's what the the literally the driver of our boat was like if that whale comes up and what is it called when whales do that breach breach if that whale breaches like that boat's gonna capsize we're like oh great so we were we were spotting them from the beach and from our from our uh when we were there like the pool like because you know the pool like looks out over the water yeah and like you could see them like in the distance and like you know their blowhole shooting up water yeah, We're like, dude, that's badass. I almost, I, I kind of, I don't know if it would be worth it. Alyssa would probably get seasick. Yeah, uh, she probably. I don't think she could go on a boat, but whale watching is something I want to do at some point out there. Cabo, to me, part of the reason I love it and one of my favorite beaches is because you get the beach experience without actually having to be on the beach. Because you sit poolside, but then you also can see the ocean, and that eliminates the sand, which is like. Number one reason why I don't like going to the beach. So it's my favorite place. You can hit me up if you need any other recommendations. I love it. I can't wait to go. I have nothing out to add at all. I mean, it was I pretty think, thorough. I don't know what else there is to say, really. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sally. I'd love to know if they have Postmates in Mexico because I love Postmates. <laughs> when you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9, like a burrito at 8 a.m., whatever, ibuprofen at 10 if you partied, Dawn, Postmate it. And I do. You do. It's your personal food delivery and grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery you want, all year round, no more trips to the store. If you're not feeling it, a little under the weather, a little hungover, or you just don't want to, you know, leave, and maybe you don't have a DVR, you can't pause live TV. Not everybody's like privileged like that, Dylan. Postmate it. It'll, it'll deliver it right to you. Download the app for iOS or Android for free, Browse local restaurants and businesses. Track your delivery in real time. Right now, for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code MAILIN. That's promo code MAILIN for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. I once Postmated like $60 worth of P.F. Chang's, and it was just for myself. That's a true story. I was very hungover on a Saturday. Oh my God. You're a wild man. It got weird. God. It got really weird. Uh, I don't know how that even happened. So yeah, download Postmates. Save with code MAILIN. Hell yeah. Okay. Nice. Let's do... Oh, another email. Let's jump right in. What's up, everyone? I prefer to stay anonymous, but I work in the <laughs> oil and gas industry. I think we know who this is. My question for you guys is, are hot young people actually going on cruises? Some buddies of mine are wanting to do a Caribbean cruise this coming spring. My buddies all have significant others, so I was just curious if, let's say, a carnival cruise is a scene for meeting single ladies. I'm only 23 for reference. I suppose I have a notion that cruises are for old people in my head. I'd also appreciate any tips or any of your inside knowledge about that cruise life. Thanks for the advice in advance. And Dave, see you soon, pal. 
Am I supposed to know who this is? He's a regular caller on Circling Back. Okay. His name is Fulton. And he introduces himself as Fulton Oil and Gas. Pretty funny. It's a, it's a bit. But he wants to be anonymous. You just, yeah, you just outed him. He, he was joking. He doesn't actually want to be anonymous. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure. Okay. Fulton, if... <laughs> he even left his name like on the... But he said, I'd prefer to stay anonymous. But it was he was he's joking. Okay, okay. Because, he, yeah, he's a... He's a character. Uh, Unless I'm completely reading him wrong, in, in which case, I'm sorry. But it's not like this is a... Sorry, Fulton. We totally yeah, asked sorry, you. Sorry, Fulton. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I've never been on a cruise. Okay. I've been so. on one, and it was the spring break one <laughs> that I went on with Will and the other people from Grand Dex. Um, But I think for the most part, no, it's not a place to Don't meet... Don't go on a cruise. It's not a place to meet like young, single, hot people. Yeah, this sounds like it's going to suck. Yeah, no. It, yeah. I mean, cruises, I'm sure, can be fun, but it's you're not going to... You know, party with uh, a group of single twenty, like hot twenty-four year olds, all all week. It's not going to happen. Cruises are for old people. He's not wrong. They like, are, yeah. People who want to go on a cruise, because the people who want to go on a cruise are trying to like knock off seven places off their list in one fell swoop, and so they're like, "Oh, I'll go on this Caribbean cruise, and we'll go to these seven islands, and I'll spend two hours at each of them, and it'll be done." Yeah. That like mindset to me, I don't understand because I'm like, I want to go spend a week somewhere. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, cruises. You're on their terms. You're on their schedule. Right. You have to board the ship by three o'clock. And, and, and then you go and on to the next port. If you're going to meet people and you're like doing the cruise activities, that is synonymous with me. Like, you know, the weird activities your apartment throws where they're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Come, our apartment is it's like a dorm room party. Yes. Like, like uh, when your dorm has like uh, a get together, yeah. everybody comes our out. Our apartment RAs. currently is throwing a Friendsgiving that oh, Micah wants to go to, and the me, well, Will, and CB are like, no. Why does Michael always want to go to those? I don't know. I think he like wants to prove that all of his food is amazing, so he signs up for all the food things, like the chili cook-off we had to go to. But that's like forced fun with people you're not friends with or don't want to talk to. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that, to me, is the exact same thing on a cruise. Like You're with people that you don't know or care to know, and y'all are like having to do random things together i just i don't understand cruises i also don't really like feeling trapped like that so like being on a cruise would probably freak me out a lot yeah you do feel trapped they also have this um thing that you have to do after everyone boards and it has to do with the lifeboats and life preservers so we all when we went on the cruise ship um we boarded we started drinking having a good time and then they announced like over the loudspeaker like okay everyone has to go down to the sea deck and and stand in your assigned spot, and it took like an hour. Yeah, I it was mean, just it, the total it takes bus forever care. to board the thing because of the manifest. You oh, gotta like they gotta check you boarding off. Boarding it is a bitch too. Yeah, you're right. It sucks. And I mean, all of that is because of the freaking Titanic sunk, and so we have to like do cruise ship safety. So that takes hours out of your day. That's a buzzkill. I just cruises are for some people, you know. Some people are some people absolutely love them. But if you're already like questioning it, I don't think here's the thing. If you meet someone on this cruise, that means they're probably a cruise person. And is that the type of person you want to be with? You know, if that's not the if that is not the audience that you're trying to reach here, like if you're not looking for a girl who loves cruises, maybe don't go on a cruise to meet one. You know what I'm saying? There's other ways to meet single people. Yeah. And it's not on a cruise. I mean, go to Cancun if you want to meet yeah. new people. Or Tulum. Or yeah. like... Yeah. This, this isn't it. No, it's not it. Don't go on a cruise, Fulton. 
Next voicemail. Darn, Dave and Sally. I got a quick one for you. Uh, I've got a Friendsgiving planned um, in a couple weeks with some friends, and one of my buddies had invited someone that I'm not really cool with. Um, it is at my lake house, so I'm just curious as to what I do. Um, do I uninvite him? Do I just kind of let it slide because it is Friendsgiving? Um, let me know your takes. Thank you so much. Love the pod. Have a good one. All right. I um, wish I knew why he wasn't cool with this Yeah, that, that, that's a, a pretty important missing ingredient here. And if this guy is aware that you're not cool with them, because if, if he is, then why would he go to your Friendsgiving? It doesn't make much sense. Right. But here's what I'll say. In the spirit of Friendsgiving, this can be your opportunity to to make amends. E- extend the olive branch. Be like, all right, man, let's let's see if we can work through this. Just come and we'll have a good time. And maybe you'll make a friend out of it. Here's, yeah, this is why I need to know. But if if this guy and the uninvited guy are aware that they both don't like each other, like maybe tell the friend, like, he shouldn't come. It's like, a weird move to accept yeah. that invitation right. via the, the mutual If friend. it's weird because of like past romantic history or like they got in a fight. I, I, miss, I don't know if it's another guy or not I, who's coming, the uninvited guest. But like maybe and they don't aren't aware that you don't like them, let them come and just exactly what you said in the spirit of Friendsgiving, like whatever. But if, it, if there's really going to like, if this person that you don't like is going to ruin the whole thing for you, is it worth them going? Like, just tell your friend they can't come. Limited seating. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. It's does Friendsgiving. Friend, does this acquaintance not know that they're not liked by this guy? Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what, what we're wondering. It's we so don't know. awkward. It's an important... Because, so, like, so surely you wouldn't just be like, fuck it, I'll go anyway. I don't care. It's his place. Right. So it's different than, he like... He probably has no clue. We used to have a... Uh, it wasn't Friendsgiving. It was, it was called pre-Thanksgiving with some uh actually Barrett noted friend of the pod has also been to this pre-Thanksgiving dinner it was on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving every year and we would go to this one restaurant and just get obliterated and uh you would (laughs) we would play this really stupid game where you would have to like I don't even remember what it was called but you ended up drinking a bunch of wine and one person brought a girl that they literally met at like an office party and they brought her with them and she didn't know anybody at the Friendsgiving. So it was like kind of awkward. She ended up being like the most hilarious person there and she was like making all of us say what we were thankful for and it became a huge joke. (laughs) It became a huge joke. We called her Gobble Gobble because she hooked up with one of the guys there and then the next morning sent him a text and just like, had fun last night, gobble, gobble. So for the rest of the time, we called her gobble, gobble. And the next like two or three years, she got invited to the pre-Thanksgiving dinner just off the fact that she was like such a wild card the first time. She crushed time. that dinner party. And no one she was speaks the- to her the other 364 days of the year. But like she what? gets to come. She was in the zone. Because we were all like, that was such a freaking hilarious thing. Does she keep thing. bringing it every year? Like the, the energy? Yeah, every year. And it's it's become like this huge joke because, I mean, I don't even think they do it anymore. This was like five years ago when I lived in oh, Houston, okay. but it became a huge joke. It was like, oh, Gobble Gobble's coming. Like, we got to get her here. No one talks to her. Like, but she that. gets a text the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It's like, hey, we're going to dinner tonight. You want to come? She doesn't know any of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, amazing. So, like, it, 
before he said he didn't like this guy, like you can always have the wild card who's just like there yeah. to throw down. That's always fun. But if you don't like this guy, I think if, you gotta it, it depends on the backstory and why you don't right. like the guy. If it's just like he rubs you the wrong way, then let let him show up. Right. But if he if he hooked up with your ex, like that's pretty your, awkward too. If you, yeah. If, if your girlfriend <laughs> cheated on on you with him, like yeah, he shouldn't be there. If he's gonna just be in general a dick to everyone, also shouldn't be there. But if if there's just like weirdness between you two, don't let that. Like just let agreed, him come. Agreed. Agreed. Who cares? Yeah. We have one more, folks. Dave. Hey, Dylan, Dave, and mainly Sally. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. My question is on work holiday party attire. I work in a hospital and a great deal of us wear scrubs. That being said, each year our cardiology department has a holiday party that is usually in a great location in the city. Uh, The invite usually makes it seem swanky and I agonize over what to wear because I am often only in scrubs in front of these people. How would you approach outfit selection background? No dress code is provided. And in the years I've attended, I've seen one surgeon show up in bootcut jeans and another don a floor length gown. Love you. Thanks. Bye. P.S. I'm a female. P.P.S. I also bring my boyfriend to this. So let me know guys fits too. If once I'll let you take over, but if one surgeon shows up in bootcut jeans and then another one in a full floor length gown, then that opens it up. You can do. You can have fun with this. You can do whatever you want. Right. Sounds like. Obviously, you're not wearing scrubs. Okay. Here's here's a little backstory. The first ever Grand X holiday party I went to. I went with Will. We went to the Driscoll beforehand. I was wearing what I thought was a very appropriate holiday party outfit, which was like a festive skirt. It was like red plaid. I had some black tights on, some black booties, and I think a black sweater. I think I remember this. It was it was nice you know i feel like that's a good like you just know when you're like that that would be great for a holiday party like maybe some velvet pants or like a little like christmas plaid holiday party it it lends itself to getting fun and right fun with it you can you can like we were talking about as guys wearing you know like the high turtleneck right they're like it's it's appropriate it can be like okay this guy's here to to let loose a little bit right. in this turtleneck. You, you can do some holiday fits. Kitchy. You can wear Good a little work. vest if you want. Like you can do what you want. Then I got super pissed at Will because I was wearing a skirt and literally all of the wives, all of them showed up in like very, very nice cocktail dresses. And I was like, well, shit, I am mm. so underdressed. <laughs> and I was pissed at Will. And then we got to the party and like, again, huge mix of people. Some people were wearing really nice cocktail dresses. Some people were like wearing jeans. So it didn't matter. And I think that that you're going to come across that for holiday parties, unless they specify like formal wear, you know, like Dave went full felt cowboy hat two, two right. years ago. So I think for a girl like, all every single brand is coming out with like holiday stuff right now. So like something fun, like wear a dress with tights um, and like little booties or a skirt and like something that is festive. So something that's like velvet or plaid or like glittery, sparkly, like all of that is in the realm. I think you stay middle ground. So like don't wear jeans and a top, wear like a skirt or a dress, but don't wear the full length gown or like a cocktail dress. Um, this kind of exact same thing happened to me a couple like before I started dating Will and I went to a holiday party with one of my guy friends and I was like, what the hell do I wear? And I basically wore, I think like knee high black boots and like black tights and a, a dress and it was fine. And there were literally like his boss was there in a full on like gown. Yeah. So for guys, I think y'all can speak to this more, but I, I, I don't know how comfortable the boyfriend is like showing up and like, 
a a gingerbread man vest. Like it's not. No, don't, don't wear, do that. That's don't, that's over the top. No, I but know. Like, don't wear an ugly Christmas sweater. That's such a tacky look. Unless it's an ugly Christmas sweater party. Do like a um as a guy, do a wool blazer with maybe elbow pads, and then a underneath is a turtleneck. And then that's like, a look. And then like slacks or like yeah, slacks and boots or slacks yeah. and loafers, whatever. Yeah. But uh, that's it's very uh, attire appropriate, but it's also. This is a okay. great time to like. This guy's gonna have some fun. Will has a great pair of like green. I think they're corduroy, but they're like festive green. They're not like dark, like forest green. The outfit I, I just described, I pictured Will in it. Yeah. He bought those and they're great for the holiday season. Yeah. Like, you just know. And I feel like you can go middle ground and still look dressed up for a holiday party without like showing up in black tie affair and still be totally appropriate. Mm-hmm. So I would I would range in like the more festive nice versus like wearing jeans and like a top, which is I feel like would be appropriate for a work party otherwise. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, That's unless great. you have a bonus question, we're finished, Sally. I don't have a bonus question. I'm really sorry. It's all right. I, your your brain, I feel like it's cooked right now. I you've, am you've been doing a lot. scrambled eggs up yeah. here. It's good. Well, you really, you brought it today. Thank you. crushed you. that read too, by the way. Oh, thanks. You I was really nervous job. about it. Um, you guys have fun? I had a great time. Dave, was it? I had a good time, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, the hotline number, again, is 888-362-6245, and you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio. I'm excited for Cabo, guys. I am too. All right. We'll tell you about it next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.